I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Sean and Mike Take a Hike. So, uh, welcome to another episode of Sean and Mike Take a Hike. What are we going to be talking about today, Sean? Okay, so today, let's talk about backpacks. Backpacks. Um, fin- finally getting into some equipment that we don't hate. I know. I have been... <laughs> like, I really have been wanting to do this episode because, like, mm-hmm. it's really an essential thing to do. But I've also been yeah. kind of nervous to do it because there's potentially a lot to talk about and i didn't yeah. it was a little bit intimidating. No, agreed well and it's probably the one where we've had to redo a little bit more research and stuff yeah uh, than any of the other episodes that we've done I, so far so i know i did research today so i, I actually know. have notes i brought notes to the recording because like <laughs> i actually did have to do reading there's We're not a gonna, first time for like, everything well, we probably, folks we, we probably should have researched that a little bit more. That's what we right. keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this one, there, there's so many different options. There's so many different variations and uh, sizes. and just it, There's just so much to a pack to I decide know. on before you make that decision or make that leap. And price points and all that different that, stuff. Right. That, price just, points. Yeah. Do you need a frame or no frame? Do you – what? What volume do you need? Like, there's so mm-hmm. much to it. I remember when you and I first started looking, We, I started looking at backpacks and it's like, you just throw your hands up in the air because it's like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't even know. I don't know where to start. Right. I, I mean, realistically, anything. we went to the store and we told the, the girl, she, she asked them what her long, we were, we were blatantly honest with her. Like, yeah. we, we are brand new to this. We don't know what to get. You know, what are your recommendations? I, and she we didn't even know what questions to ask. Well, like, it right. wasn't even like, okay, here's the questions and answer these questions. It's like, yeah, I don't even know what to ask you. Right, right. So she she ended up asking us, like, what length trips are you going on? Yep. Do you plan on eating a lot? Like, are you taking a lot of clothes? And, you know, this was back when we took a change of clothes for every day and right. a meal, uh, you know, three meals or at least two meals a day. And, yeah, and it was so. I am very happy with the pack that we ended up with, and because we, as we mentioned in uh, previous episodes, we have a lot of the same equipment. Uh, we have different so colors. I mean, they are. We do have different colors. colors. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we can tell them apart. <laughs> so, but I'm very happy with the pack we ended up with, and I'm very, uh, I'm very happy that they told us to wait to order it. Uh, because they knew a sale was coming up. So right. we ended up with a very good deal on it. But I, it, overall, it allows us the space that that we may need if we do go on some longer trips. Yeah. But it allowed us to learn, though, too, while we were carrying more equipment and and things like that. Yeah, I I love the packs that we got so much that I really can't imagine having a different backpack. Like this backpack right. that we have, um, which I guess we might as well tell people what we have. We wound up with the, is it a it's a Gregory Baltoro yep. sixty five, right? Yeah. Um, the only thing that I would say about it is now that we're a little bit into this, I almost feel like maybe it's a little bit too big 
for our normal hikes because I do wind up having quite a bit of space left in it. Um, yeah, that's that's one of my notes that I have. So I guess we could get into that, I guess. But it's more or less with the volume. Yeah. But but I, I, I do come across the same thing is that I find that packing now, the way that we pack now, I do have quite a bit of space left over. Yeah. Not the end of the world, in my opinion, being that it's you're not having to cram everything in there. You're not hoping it fits all the yeah. stuff. You've got a little bit more ability to rearrange things. So some of the heavier stuff are closer to your weight or your waist and all that. So, yeah, it's not so much extra space that it's like a problem. And like you're saying, like, I don't, I don't worry about, Oh, is everything going to fit in here? I don't, I don't want to be that close to being mm -hmm. full that I'm going to have to be like, okay, well this has to be folded this way. And this has to set right here on top of it. Like, I don't want to get that close to being full in my pack. And it's, I don't have so much room that it's like, oh, I need a different pack. But, right. and for that matter, the first couple of trips that we went on, I had it pretty full. Well, that's so, what I was just going to say. That's where I was saying it, it, it gave us the ability to learn how to pack, too. Because yeah. we were overpacking, but still had the room. Like, right. we, it, it was packed to the gills, but it was it was in our pack. It wasn't yeah. like, Oh, I've got to hang dangle this off the side. Cause it won't fit inside and all right. that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, right. Yeah. So that's one of my notes is that bigger is not always better, right. but a little more pack weight and space will result in a fewer, fewer pack purchases, meaning that you have uh, one pack that can handle multiple variations mm -hmm. of trips rather than, well, this is my three day hike pack and this is my week-long hike pack and this is you know, if you get a little bit bigger you can still take that pack on your three-day hikes but also let it accommodate your week-long so yep that's so let's tell people a little bit like i guess let's kind of talk about what type of pack the for anybody that doesn't know what the pack that we have is let's talk a little bit about what type of pack it is um, the 65 alludes to the fact that it's a 65 liter. We'll get into right. different sizes and recommendations with that a little bit later, but let's talk about like, okay, so this is a, this is considered an internal frame backpack, mm -hmm. it's 65 liter. And why did we go with that? And what do we like about it? Let's talk about that first. Right. So, well, I went with it because that's what she recommended. <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we both got it. It's like, okay, the lady at the store said to get this one, so let's right. get this one. So and, and I am very happy with it. it. Now that I know more about it, I and and have researched a little bit, I like I really like the internal frame. Yeah. We yeah, we've we if you don't know the difference between internal and external frame, the external frame is basically the the little ladder of like tubing that is attached to straps that you put on your back. Right. So, and then and you kind of, a pack is attached to that. And then that's, that's how you go. Right. It's, it's, a, it's even, like a, it, the old school army rucksacks or whatever, you know, type yeah, of the deal. And I, yeah. that's, that's what I would say. Like, it's almost not even a pack that's attached to it. I mean, it's like a, it's like a, a duffel bag or like you're saying like a rucksack type thing. Like yeah. it's a, it's like a tube. 
A giant um, dry bag, basically. Yeah, attached <laughs> to a frame, and then that frame is attached to shoulder straps, more or less. So, like, it's yep. the frame is outside of the bag. That's why yep. they call it an external frame. So, the one that we have, it has, like, a rib system, but it's all yep. inside the fabric of the backpack. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's contoured to the way that your back would be while you're walking strapped into a pack. It's got the hip uh, belt, yep, which takes a lot of the weight off of your shoulders. Yep. Um, so make sure that's that to me, that's one of the biggest things. Like as soon as I clip that with that hip belt on getting that tightened up and everything, the shoulders just take so much less weight and you just, you feel like you can stand up again. You're not yeah. like, well, and for me, the thing that I like about that hip belt with the way that our pack is, like, you, I can alternate between the shoulders and the hip. Like, where, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. is the weight as we're you walking? You can loosen a little bit so and you can, tighten. Like, tighten your shoulder straps some and loosen the weight yeah. a little bit, and then your shoulders are carrying more. Like, because I, I don't know about you, but like when we go on our hikes, it'll get to a point in the day where like my hips start getting sore because like that's where the weight is. So it's like, okay, well I just need, I need like five minutes with the weight off my hips. So I put all the weight on my shoulders. There's probably a heavy medium where some of it's on your shoulders and some of it's on your hips. I haven't found where that exact I, I happy keep, medium is. I keep everything as tight as possible. I just like, crank the shoulders down. Oh, I down don't. I, like, crank, I alternate I, uh, between I, the two. I, I crank them all down and I'm just... I'm not going to say I'm happy because I mean, realistically you're carrying weight on your back and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm as happy as I can be. Sure. I keep going back. So, I mean, I guess I am happy, but yeah. it's, <laughs> <laughs> you're wanting but, to go in the winter. So you must well, like it enough there is that. to be happy. So... <laughs> but that's the other thing with the internal frame backpacks though, is the cinching down. Like even, yeah. um, you know, so these backpacks, the, the internal frame ones, They've got all these cinch points to get things like really cinched down. They've got multiple pockets. They've got multiple zippers. They've got things to, you know, you get all your stuff inside and then you really can tighten the thing down so that things are not shifting around in your bag as you're going down the trail. And that's one of the benefits of an internal frame backpack versus an external frame. With the external frame, you've got that, I'm going to call it a duffel bag, even though that's not really what it is. So you got that duffel bag hanging off the back it doesn't necessarily have cinches on it to cinch it down to the frame. Right. And it's got basically one big compartment instead of like ours, we have a couple of different compartments and you can get into the bottom and you can get into the top and all the things. And then you can cinch all that down. And when you cinch all of it down, that stuff doesn't move. Right. So that's one of the, with the, that's actually one of the notes that I took about the internal ones is it's great because it, it seems like it's uh, it's self-explanatory, but I didn't really think about it until I was doing research for this. Like the whole point of things not moving is when you're taking a step or you're stepping over something or you're going up or down a hill. Think about if you were doing any of that, and then on top of that, you've got fifty pounds of stuff on your back that's shifting. Like right, yeah, you've got more chance of injury. You you're losing your footing, any of that sort of stuff because mid-step that stuff might shift depending on how you're taking that step and then that might throw you off balance and and cause some injury so that's 
one of the pros that I have written down about the internal frame is that cinching down really is a safety issue. Yeah, yeah, it's going to reduce the chance of toppling over, going uphill or downhill, yep. or on the uneven terrain, anything like that. It really does throw the weight more into your core than just onto you, like behind you. It really makes it like you're a humpback, like it's, but it makes it part of your person basically. So, right, I had that written down as well. There is a third option when you're talking about internal frame, external frame. There is also a frameless option, which is basically a bag with straps, <laughs> and there's there's zero frame. Um, so some more advanced hikers and and people that I follow that have been doing this for years and years and have actually turned it into a, uh, how they make their living. They love the the frameless for their because now they're doing it for a living they don't go for weeks and weeks and weeks they or or multi-day they'll go for overnight or two nights or three nights to test equipment because they're being sponsored and all that but they like the frameless because they are lighter weight they don't have the weight of the frame sure added into the pack and they have it's basically a giant opening they'll have zippers here and there but they it's basically a tube with straps without the frame and um, to me, some people like it if they pack it the right way and have all the soft stuff towards this part of your body, like where the straps are, your sleeping bag, any clothes, anything like that. If you have any harder things like your camp stove, you don't want that jabbing into you while you're trying because there's nothing between you and the pack. I feel like, and I am making this up. I have no reason to feel like this, but... I feel like that's more of, like, people with military experience type thing. Because <laughs> right. it reminds me of, like, I mean, what do they call that military bag? It's, it's like a rucksack or whatever. Like, the, I feel like if you're It's, it's to, a giant duffel bag with the straps that they right. just throw that and they turn that into a backpack, yeah. I feel like if you have been through a military career and you're used to carrying that sort of thing... That could be. I could see you liking that if that's what you're yeah. used to carrying... I don't know as though yeah. I would recommend starting with that. No, no, I, I definitely, if, if you have never carried anything else, I, I wouldn't either. Uh, for one, the frameless, because it, all of the weight goes into all of the stitching of keeping the straps onto the bag. It, it there is no, they don't have any hip belts. So yep. everything, everything's on your shoulders. Um, they are lighter weight, but. That because they're lighter weight and that stitching there, they can hold less weight. And they also are, they usually, I think they're usually 40 liters and smaller. They don't make them for multi overnight. That would make sense things. to me with yeah. having, so I have not done any research on those, but that would make okay. sense to me that there's like a size limit on those. Because yeah. realistically, if it's all on your shoulders, there's got to be a limit to what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, they, they recommend, um, I think it's 10 pounds of equipment maximum to, to then to leave the rest of the weight for food and water. Um, okay. Because it's just, that's what the, basically that's what the pack can handle. And that's what they're going to recommend because you're going to tire your shoulders out if you carry any more than that. Yeah. So. Well, and hurt your back and hurt your shoulder. Right. I mean, I can't imagine... Right. 
I mean, that going, so. going back to the packs that we have, like, that's one of the things that I really like is, is when you cinch everything down and when you've got everything tightened and the shoulder straps are on and you've got the everything adjusted just right, it really does distribute the weight. It's not all on your shoulders. It's not all on your right. head. And I'm kind of contradicting what I just said a few minutes ago about, like, I switch back and <laughs> forth. But, like, I'm not putting all of the weight on my hips and right. all of the weight on my shoulders. I'm, like, adjusting the pack so that I have more of the weight on my shoulders for a little bit and more of the weight on my hips for a little bit, but it's never a hundred percent either one. Right. Right. Yeah. I was following you. I well, you I just, I wanted yeah, to clarify. I, know, I, know. I, don't okay. wanna, yeah. I don't want people to think, you know, but so it's kind of, I guess we can get into like the little day pack things too. Cause that goes along with the frameless. Cause a lot, most, most uh, day packs well, it's yeah. not all, but most are going to be frameless. I would think, yes. Okay, so most day packs are frameless. Right. I almost don't put those in the same category as a frameless. I understand they don't have a frame, but I really don't put that in the same category yeah. as a frameless backpack. Because, like, a day-use pack, let's be honest, isn't a heck of a lot. There's not a heck of a lot more to it than just, like, a cinch sack, other than the straps are nicer. You know? True. Yeah. It's it's a little thing you throw on your back. It's for a, it's literally for a day trip, right? I mean, you might have a change of socks in there. You might have some snacks in there. You'll probably got some water or hydration. You got your water bladder or whatever, yeah. But you're not needing to carry things to camp overnight with. So usually, I mean, you when you and I have done day trips, at least, like, we're not even taking real meals. We're taking trail mix. We're taking right. a cup, you know, a, a bladder of water. Or whatever, yeah. Uh, yeah, granola bar. But you're not taking a change of clothes. You're not taking right. a camp stove. You're not taking a tent. You're not taking yeah. a camping pad. You know, you're not taking all those things. So, right. Our our very first day hike was a three mile up in Manistee River Trail. We did carry everything, but that was because we had never gone. That was before we even went to our first our first overnight to the Porkies. That was that was a practice trip to test. That out was our a equipment. practice hike, not a day hike. I think that <laughs> okay, is a okay. <laughs> that is a distinction we can make. We were going out to make sure we could walk with these packs on our back. Right. That was different than a day hike. Like we've gone well, on day enough. hikes okay, yeah. since then with just day packs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you are right. A day pack doesn't have a frame, so technically it's a frameless backpack. Yeah. But they're significantly gonna... smaller. They don't have all the bells and whistles. No, they they're 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 more basic than a backpack, like a regular like book bag, like uh, if right. you want whatever for your, for school or whatever. There there is a lot of backpacks for school. They'll at least have some kind of cushion. Uh, in the back and all that stuff. A day pack typically is just the canvas. Yeah. Uh, it's got a clip inside for your bladder. If it's big enough, some of them aren't even big enough to hold a bladder. Right. Um, but yeah, they'll might have a pocket for, like you said, a couple of snacks here or there or whatever, but it's basically just a little bag that carries yeah. like maybe a two, it's probably bigger than a two liter, maybe like a four or five liter, but, um, I would think ours is probably like a five liter. Yeah. Give or yeah, take. I, I feel like I'd, I could fit two and a half, two liters in there. I feel like I could fit two and a half, two liters. Yes. <laughs> I, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, it's decent size, but you could maybe even do, well, other than there's no way to take a tent or anything. So maybe if you were hammock camping, you maybe could do an overnight with like a day pack. Um, uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I maybe is going to be. I don't know that I. At least in our day packs, actually, I have two. Um, one that came with our Gregory bags, and one that I've had since we were mountain bikers. Yeah. Uh, that I just basically use for a bladder. Um, both of those are roughly the same size, and I don't think either one I could fit a meal, snacks, change of clothes, a hammock, and water. I don't think I could fit all of that into yeah. just that pack. So I don't yeah. know if it would be good to to do for an overnight. You could, I mean, you could try it. If you are a minimalist out there on the trail, right? Um, go for I it. I mean, let's but, say you're if you're an ultralighter, right? I mean, which we're right. we're not going to get too deep in the weeds today about ultralight backpackers because this is an amateur <laughs> hiking advice for amateur hikers. Because we, we feel are like not that. <laughs> we are not that. I feel like ultralight backpackers, that's a whole different, that could right. be an episode all on its own. And my guess is those people have their own podcast because they're talking about oh yeah ounces. You know, they're talking about like, where can I shave off an ounce here? Where can I shave off? You know, what are you? Yeah. We are not going to get into all that. That is a whole separate thing. If, if if you are new to this and you see anything about ultralight backpacks and all that sort of stuff, probably not what you want to get started. Right. I mean, unless you're, you're unless throwing that enough money into this. where you're going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you've got all the money in the world and you've got, I don't know, like you just that you want all the best in everything then go for it. I'm not saying don't look into it right. if, you, if you want to afford it, but the ultralight stuff costs more money. It does cost more money. It's very specialized. I feel like if you are, I feel like you're not listening to this if you want to be an ultralight backpacker. I oh, really right. just feel yeah. like anybody listening you, to this. You're listening probably listening to, to like the top 10 in the uh, uh, yeah. highest rated uh, podcast in the world. Right. You're not listening to us. And my guess is, realistically, if that's what you're trying to get into, you're probably trying to get into it because you know somebody that doesn't already. Listen to them. They're going to be more of an expert than we are on ultralighting. Like, I'm just not... I don't even want to get into that because it's only... I don't think anybody's out there getting into hiking saying, I want to be an ultralight backpacker. They, They get into it because they want to go see the outdoors and they're just starting out they've got no equipment they need right. to get everything which yeah. as we know is expensive yeah so so that was kind of day packs i mean there's not a heck of a lot to say about day no. packs let's talk about we kind of talked about but let's really talk about external frame backpacks so like we, we talked about the internal ones but like so an external one you said was that's basically like a little two-wheeler ladder that's got a a back like a duffel bag type of a deal. Might have some pockets, might not. They're, I mean, they vary. There's different variations of it. Yeah. But they they have the either aluminum or a graphite or some kind of external frame that is very rectangular and very. It does not mold to your body, I guess, is more or less. Right, like, right. It's I mean, not, it's flat. It's, like, it's a, it's a it's square a, yeah. or rectangle frame. It's you might as well be, like, tying a gurney to your to your back and carrying that. Like, I, I don't know. They're not, the, in my opinion, I have no desire to try them. They, Here's, okay, so I'm going to go to my notes. Because, like, because yeah. you and I do not have an external frame backpack. 
So right. this one, I actually had to do some research on the internet about like, okay, I don't fully understand why somebody would get one because I, I love my internal frame one. I don't fully understand why somebody would get the external frame. So this is just a couple of things from my notes. This is from various different websites on the internet. Um, but basically, from what I could gather, the basic pros of having an external frame backpack are supposedly they are better for carrying heavy loads. I don't know why you would want to carry a super heavy load if you're backpacking, but apparently if you've got heavy stuff to carry, from what I read, because of the way an external frame backpack is designed, you have more control about where you're attaching heavier things and supposedly it can carry more weight. I don't fully understand that, but it says that that's the basic pro of that. Um, the other main pro of having an external frame is kind of along the same route, but written in a different way. It has more attachment points. So, like, our frame mm -hmm. has a lot of, or our backpacks have a lot of pockets and a lot of different compartments that you can put things in. It's but got once, quite a few different nylon attachment points. They're not sure. metal or whatever, yeah. Yep. But supposedly with an external frame, there are more connection points because of that exposed ladder structure. There's yep. more spots to attach additional gear outside of the pack to the pack and then carry that all on your back. Me personally, reading all of that and understanding what they're saying, I still feel like I like mine better because I can put everything inside and cinch it all down. Like I don't, right. none of those talking points sold me on, oh, I should give an external backpack a try. Right. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Well, just the... The, in my opinion, I'm not going to speak for everybody out there. If you have an external frame and you love it, let us know. Like, sure, let, yeah, let us know why. Like but, we have said on all these episodes, like, do what right. works for you. Absolutely, but I just don't feel like the comfort level is there. Like, you're already putting all this weight on your back and your hips and your shoulders and all that. Like, then now you've got this frame with no padding between you and the frame essentially i know so we didn't even talk about padding but like so our internal frame backpack they have lumbar support there's a mm -hmm. pad on the back um all right. of the the shoulder straps are padded the hip pad the hip straps are padded like ours are very comfortable with the external frame one it's it's a flat board running down your back right between right. your shoulders and your ass basically right so they do say it's better for airflow so you're back to oh absolutely much, which i totally believe i 100 percent believe that yeah i'm not sure the comfort i'm not sure i would give up the padding and comfort of the lumbar support no. to get that though no my pack's gonna dry like it's like my back and my pack will dry when we set those packs down at camp they dry within a half hour usually, unless I'm wearing the wrong clothing, which we got into before. We but. got into that before, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I agree. I don't think that a frame uh, or an external frame is is going to be. There's, I, I just don't find any joy 
thinking about it, like, man, like, I really I know. could go up down there and just put a piece of plywood to my back. I mean, even as much like, of the research as I've done over the last couple of days into the different kinds, you know, like, I was... I was looking up blogs like, oh, the, what are the benefits of the external frame backpack and all that, you know, like doing the search as though that's what I wanted. Nothing that I read sold me on yeah. abandoning what I have and right. going with the external. Frame. I'm, I'm sure like, just like the frameless, they hold less weight. I'm sure the internal frame holds less weight than the external frame. I, I'm, that's probably the strongest structure. It is. I mean, that they so, are hands down everything that I read so that you could do more weight yeah. with the external one. But I don't know if I want to do that much more weight. Well, like, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, we take enough, and we are we already have enough space left over in our pack, so we can we we can take more if we need to. Sure. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm. I don't know. Like the but internal it gets frame, to a point just where, yeah. Let's be honest. Okay, so let's say let's say you and I were going for like a ten day trip, right? Well, it gets to a point where I don't want to carry all of that. So, okay, let's even if my backpack could carry a hundred pounds, right? I'm not carrying a hundred pounds. I'm not going. It, it would well, stop me from going on that trip. So I'm either going to need to figure out where can I resupply along the yep. way, or how else can I do this. So yep. that I'm not carrying a hundred pounds for ten days because, like, yeah, realistically, ours are if we're doing a ten days pounds full, that's enough for yeah. me. Yeah, if we're, realistically, if we're doing a ten day through hike or we're out and back, regardless, at at least the around the halfway point, we're getting to a town. We're we're gonna have it planned. We're getting to a town that has a laundromat and has a place where we can resupply some uh some food right and and also maybe a diner where we can get some food and a beer (laughs) (laughs) right yes right i know at some point i'm gonna need a cold beer i'm gonna need you know well and that's you know some of these people that do these um you know you're on the at or the pct or something like that or even even, even, you and i were following that lady this summer that did the we, we weren't finished. following her. Well, we weren't following her. I was following her <laughs> online from the comfort of my home. I was reading the updates about those, you know. At some point, I got to imagine, I don't know this for a fact, and if, I kind of hope she's not listening because I might get this wrong and I don't mean to be offensive, but like at some point, I'm going to want a motel. You know, you're out there well, that right, long. Yeah. yeah. I need a real shower. I, I need, at I some mean, point, I you like might need new shoes. Stuff. You might need new shoes, exactly. So, well, and that's just like the guy, I want to say he had already completed Wisconsin and Minnesota and North Dakota. That That's where the NCT goes through, uh, to North Dakota, right? Sounds yeah. right. Eh, sounds right. Let's go. Could, could be wrong. But so he had already completed like walking through all of those diff- different times or whatever. But this yeah. spring, he started going through the UP. Yeah, and so I was kind of following him. He was on the NCT uh, Facebook page, and he's going through whenever he got cell signal, he would update where he was and all that kind of stuff. And he really just drove over there to go through a little bit of the Porkies, and then he got onto the NCT and he liked it, so he just kept going. Yeah, and he was like Forrest Gumping this thing, like he just kept going, and. <laughs> 
he he would get to a town he would change he would he would get a laundromat he would wash his clothes he would uh get a bite to eat restock and just he he ended up i i think i'm i i know he finished the entire up but i'm pretty sure he ended up doing the entire lower peninsula too i think he did too if we're thinking of the same guy i'm pretty sure he's the lower peninsula too yeah so obviously like you're not fitting everything to do basically two entire states yeah right worth of of hiking you're not carrying that on your back the entire time right so i mean so back to backpacks right like so to tie that into what we're talking about i'm not carrying that much weight like i don't feel like i need Mm -hmm. an external frame pack that can have that much weight when i'm not going to be able to carry it i'm just not i'm not that strong of a man i can't carry 100 pounds on me for weeks on end you know, maybe by the end you could, but not starting out. So, right. right. Yeah, I mean, you will lose weight in the sense that you're eating some of your food. You lost some equipment. You whatever. You're losing weight as enough. you go, but you're not. I don't think not nearly enough. enough. Now, not, not for how many days do you think it would take to to tip western tip of the UP all the way to uh, the southernmost point in Michigan on the Indiana border. That would that I couldn't even. I, I mean, I'm sure somebody has the days. answer to that, but I couldn't right. even imagine. Like, no, months. I, I have to assume at least a month, but probably more than that. Yeah, I mean, at the pace that you and I go, right? I mean, realistically, let's say you and I av- let's just pretend we average ten miles a day, right? And it's three hundred miles from. I mean, this is by I-75, and I know that's not exactly the same as trail miles, but, like, so it's 300 miles plus from Ohio to the bridge. So that's 30 days right there if you made 10 miles every single day. And I understand there's people out there that hike faster than that, and I would imagine if you are doing distances like that, you probably have to go more miles than that in a day. Oh, yeah. But... You know, as you and I, at this point in our Mm-mm. hiking career, I'm not going faster than that. I don't think I no. can go for 30 days faster than that at this point. Well, and 10 miles is really, realistically, that's on a, that's on our longest of days for our trips. We try to keep it well below that. Um for what we do, anyway. Not, I mean, not to get off the subject of, or the like, kind of going <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, I know. T- I mean, tangent on distance, but uh, yeah. Other than like our first trip, I think we averaged ten miles a day on our first trip. I, th- I, th- I think we did, and then our second trip, we couldn't do it. We we were like, yeah, it's no problem. We can do twelve miles a day, and like right. end up not being a. But the humidity and temperature dip was a difference. So. Right. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all of that to say, I don't care how much your pack can carry. If you can't carry that much mm-hmm. weight, I don't need right. a pack that can carry a hundred pounds. Right. I can't carry a hundred pounds. And I'm telling you right now, yeah. I can't carry a hundred pounds. I'm not, so, I'm not, I don't even um, want to think about carrying a hundred pounds. Yeah. So, I so. mean, like I, I get some of the pros and in all fairness, everything that I read too did say external frame packs are kind of going out of fashion. Like they're not, yeah. Fashion is maybe the wrong word, but like they're going out of, that's not what most people get. Most people do not right. get, if you are getting into it now, most people get an internal frame backpack yep. like you and I did um, yep. for various reasons, but mainly because you can cinch them down in the pockets and all the things and you got a compartment yep. for everything. And 
they're just they're a better way to go with the lumbar support and uh it's just i don't want to say a better way to go it's a better way to go if you're just starting out in my personal opinion yeah absolutely and i think I think most people, like like you said, if you don't have any military background or any other experience with, with hiking or or carrying other gear, whether it's tools or, or whatever, if you don't have any other experience with that, I think the recommendation is going to be an internal frame uh, a pack. And then at that point, you just have to de- determine what your volume yep. is and what your features are. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, volume wise, you did a little bit more research on the volume than I did. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to know, like, I know what size ours is. So again, ours is a 65 and that is based on where Mike and I decided pretty much for the time being anyway, the longest that we could anticipate going in the near future is really, I think we said five days when we were starting, like that was the longest trip that we could see going on right now um so the recommendation from the lady at rei which we are not sponsored by rei but just as a plug for them on a personal note if you have an rei near you um they're maybe they're not the only ones but that's who we've got locally here yeah quote unquote locally two hours away i do (laughs) recommend going and talking to them because the people that work at the REI, at least the one that you and I go to or have gone to, they really do seem to be passionate about the outdoors. The girl that we talked to mm-hmm. really did seem to, she wasn't just a sales lady working in the backpack department. Like she right. really did seem to know. She asked all the, what I think are the right questions about how long mm-hmm. are you going? What do you feel like you're taking? You know, what type of year, what time of year are you going? What type of year do you think you're taking? And then yeah. made a recommendation off that. And she didn't recommend just this one pack that we had. It was like, okay, you're looking for this style of pack. Um, these are the ones that kind of fit what I think you yep. should get. Um, on that, on that, right, uh, while I'm thinking right there, she also had us, she measured us for yeah. what size pack we need to. Yep. So there is a difference there. There's a small frame, a medium frame, a large frame, and I right. think an extra large frame. Based on your torso size, kind yeah. of, sort of. It's based on how far away from, how, was it the small of your back that she went to, or was it like your hips that she, I don't I remember. Think your, I think it's your tailbone or whatever. It was like between your shoulders down to yeah. a certain spot, and like they measured it yeah. out. And like, again, REI doesn't sponsor this, but it was great. You do want to get measured somehow or look up online how to measure yourself. I was going to say there are ways to measure yourself online. So if you don't have a store nearby that will help you with that, there are ways to find out what size pack you need. So if your only resource is ordering online, then, then you can, you can measure yourself. But, But, and not to get too off topic, because I know we're trying to get into talking about different volumes, but not, but just as we're on REI, the other nice thing about REI and again, probably other places do this too, but they had equipment you could rent. If you really weren't yeah. sure what you were going to want, they had equipment that you could rent. So I, didn't I think really they even had a use section. Like yeah, people like section. traded yeah. in gear because they weren't using it anymore. They thought somebody else could get some use out of it. So they, 
uh, put it into REI on consignment, or yep. I don't know how their used gear section was, but they have used gear that you can, yep. that, and they make sure that it's in working condition. Like it's, yep. it's not, it's not a backpack that's got a giant rip down the side, so you're gonna lose half your stuff. It's, it's good quality yep. stuff. And this, that, this sounds like a big plug for REI, and I, I, I know not. it does. <laughs> but they just maybe like, maybe they're a really listening. good experience there when we were first starting out. It's a great resource with people that really do seem to be knowledgeable about this type right. of um, yeah. hobby. So if you have access to that, I really do kind of recommend checking them out at least. Right. I don't right. care if these, I don't care if that's where you buy your stuff or not, at least go look at right. stuff and talk to the people. Cause they seem to genuinely care about getting you in the right ton, year. Ton, ton of information from them. Yeah. And I, I would just say, like I think we bought a couple of things of food or something from there. Like we, we bought a couple it, of things of food. Yeah. I think we wound up buying our backpacks from there, didn't we? Online, but I online, think, yeah. But yeah, not it's still from it's our, it, it, Well, and I think both of us were really ready to just say, "Okay, this is the pack we're getting." Yep. And then she said, "Well, don't buy it now." So she, they must not be on commission. I don't think they are. But she was like, don't buy it now. I know there's a sale coming up in May, and you're not going till August. So wait until May, and you can have it shipped right to your house. I'm like, That's right. I well, forgot that. It was like months <laughs> before we actually bought them. Yeah. So, yeah, she like she, we were about ready. Like, yep, this is the pack I want. And she's like, no, 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 don't buy it right now. You've got time. Yeah. Yeah. And so she ended up saving us like 50 bucks a pack yeah. or something like that. So that's worth the plug right there. Right. I know. <laughs> so anyway, so back to sizes. So anyway, there's there's like actual physical sizes of the pack. But then there's like volume that it will take. And just to go off the notes, um, let me find where in my notes I actually put this. They recommend um, they being the Internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, who, who is the, so they're saying for, which I don't know if I, I don't even know if I rec- agree with this, but they're saying a day pack is 20 to 30 liters. Mm-hmm. I don't think ours is 20 to 30 liters. I really don't. I think that's pretty big for a day. Pack. I think I can't maybe, imagine. Maybe a day pack can be up to, or that's what they, they consider a day pack. Right. Like you're not doing overnights with less than 20 liters. Right. And then, so then they're saying, so a day pack is 20 to 30 liters. A weekend pack is 30 to 50 liters, which so I would say is probably would be a, fr- a Friday to Sunday. Yeah. Like a Friday to Sunday, like a two day or a two night, three day. Yeah. You know, I would say I, that I feel like that's fairly accurate. 30 to 50 depending on temperature and depending yep. on uh uh yeah you could get away with 30 liters about half of what we have yeah if if we went middle of summer and we knew there was no rain or anything like that i think that'd be easy i think that sounds right don't you think point, yeah, yeah. and then they're saying have, for yeah. a, a multi-day um would be a 50 to 70 which ours yep. falls right in that and again we told yep. them that the longest trip we're probably going to want to go on is maybe a five day. So it's like on the larger size of the quote unquote multi-day, you know, we're pushing that 70 liter Mm -hmm. limit. But again, the nice thing back to being an internal frame is like, it really does cinch down. Like you do have too much space in it, but it cinches down to be pretty much just the size that it. So yeah, stuff's not rattling around. I, I don't have a desire to purchase a smaller pack. Right. Only in this, just because I I know I can fit my stuff into a smaller pack. 
I just know that I know how to pack this pack. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I were to buy one today for the trips that we go on, that you and I go on, I I would not get rid of the pack that I have now for mm. like anticipating going on longer ones because I really do no. like this pack. But if I were to get one specifically for the size that I feel like I need for how you and I pack now and the climate we go in and the gear that we have, I probably could go down to like a 55 gallon or a 55 liter. Yeah, I was, I was thinking between 45 and 55 is where I would probably yeah. end up. Um, I, I think because, I mean, you need barely just more than the weekender type of a deal because we only go for one more night. We do right. a three-nighter? Yeah. So, yeah. And just knowing how we pack now, some people out there are going to, they want to carry a shirt or have a fresh shirt for every day. Yep. That's fine. I, I did too for a long time. You end yep. up getting sick of it, whatever. But so um, figure out how you want to pack. It, it will take you two, three, four trips to finally decide I can leave this at home or yep. I, can, I can do without, you know, the extra pair of underwear that I've never needed mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. You know, I don't I don't know why I always carry one extra pair of underwear. I don't know what I, I think is going to happen. I, you, I'm a grown right. ass man. Something, something catastrophic, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, just, I mean, oh. and it's all. So it, it's one of those like which came first, the chicken or the egg type things, right? Like, do you buy a bunch of gear and then figure out how much space all that gear is going to take up, and then buy a pack accordingly, or do you buy a pack that's a certain size and then say, okay, well, this is all the room that I have. I'm going to pack accordingly. Yeah. So I don't know what the right or wrong way to go about that is. I think you're going to have well, to figure out what is right or wrong for you. Well, there's if you buy the gear first, you would have to know how to make that gear look like it's in a 20 or a 30 liter or a 50 liter pack. Well, true. Or you'd have to cart it all to the store and say, can I see if this all fits in here? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's right. E- okay, either so that's way, like, point. yeah, you don't, you, it's, it's a crapshoot either way. I would almost rather say, get the pack, buy the gear. Yeah. And as you're buying the gear, shove it into the pack, <laughs> which is how we did it. I mean, really, that's how we did it. Yeah. That is how you and I did it. And it worked out yep. fine doing it that yeah. way. So um, and yeah, the only other we even said, have, yeah, I've got room for all the checks mix. The, you like you carried like forty know, pounds of checks mix. Forty pounds of checks. <laughs> I, I know we don't even have to get back into that. But the only other note that I did write down with volume is like these these volumes that um, it seems to be the recommended volume sizes is you know it, it depends on what weather you're going in, right? It's right. Uh, if you're doing it, let's say you're only planning on doing this in the winter. Well somebody from Michigan knows this already. I don't need to say it out loud, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, damn well, your winter clothes take up more room than your summer. Right. You know, so, you know, and you're going to pack to be comfortable. Right. So, you know, take all of those size recommendations with a bit of salt because, right. You know, when are you going? What is the, some of the gear that you're going to have to do? You know, if you're doing winter camping, do you need to take like a heat source with you? You know, or is that the type of weather right. you're going in? So, you know, all those things kind of come into play too. So these are just 
general rough guidelines based on normal circumstances. Right. I think prop, and when I say normal, I probably mean summer circumstances when most people are going. Um, summer in Michigan, not summer in the South. Right. Right. I mean, and that's a whole get... different thing, right? Like, because <laughs> you and I are not hiking in Arizona usually, or Arizona right. or a hundred degree weather, you know. So there's all mm-hmm. some of that regional stuff comes into play, or all that sort of stuff. So it's just general guidelines, but that's roughly what I understand is those buckets of sizes are, are right. what they generally recommend for those different things. Yeah, we generally hike where there's tree cover and. So there's shade. So in the summertime, it's it's nice and comfy. It, it's, I'm not going to say nice and comfy, but it's shaded. The sun's not beating down at you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, shade is pretty comfy if you've been in the sun all day. So. Well, right, right. So out in like Arizona and Nevada and all that, a lot of the trails out there, there are no trees. So you're just out in the sun, in the desert, and... um. Just dealing with it. So you're going to pack different stuff like sunscreen. and I know. And, you're going to pack and, different things like sunscreen. You're probably yeah. going to pack more water, let's be honest, depending on oh, where yeah, your water absolutely. sources are. You know, so there's, there's so, little things like that that come into play, and you're going to have to figure out. I, we keep saying in all these things, like, figure out what works for you. Like, we're trying to give advice, <laughs> but it's like, I well, mean, the, we, the through line is, realistically, figure out what works for you. This is this is our experience. This is what we like, but you're We're still figuring it out. Well, absolutely, we're still figuring it out, for sure. Yeah. So, so, I mean, that's that's it as far as notes that I have. Do you have anything that we haven't talked about that you wanted to specifically cover? No, I mean, just uh, kind of a recap. Um, if you are just starting out, if if you know that you want a fr- uh, frameless or a an external frame, I guess you'll, you'll know if you were like, I, I know I was in... in Boy Scouts for a hot minute, like a lot of them use the old external frames. Uh, but if, 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 so if you know that, then you know what you're looking for type of a deal. But other than that, our recommendation, if you're just starting out, figuring out what you need, internal frame, um, yeah. make, make sure it's got a good hip belt, um, some good padding, lumbar support type of thing. Make sure the pockets are, are what you want. Make sure it's got a, a thing for a water bottle. That's the only other thing I was going to say. Yeah, you'll have you're probably gonna have a bladder in your pack. Yeah. But when you take when you take a break, you don't want to have to like lean down and have to nip off your yeah. your bladder because that's for while you're on the trail. Have a have a filtered water bottle or or just a water bottle that you filled up from a filter, and um, make sure you have at least one of those with you for when you're taking your breaks and all that kind of stuff. Other than that. Um, I don't, I don't only, think I have anything else. Uh, so just, I guess the yeah. only thing, the last thing that I will add to it, because we touched on it, but I don't think we really hit home that like it's it's a fairly important thing, is the actual size of the pack. Not the volume, but make sure you get one that fits your torso size. Like that, yeah. that really get, is get a fairly fit. important thing yep. to get it so that it actually fits whatever body size you are. Um you know, you get your lumbar support in the right yep. spot, get your straps so that they're in the right spot so that it fits where it falls well, on your hips right. Like, that's a fairly important thing. I don't think we made a big point of saying, but that's yeah. a fairly important part of buying a pack. And and the reason I guess I'll say that, not to extend this, I mean, we're already at 50 minutes, but um, 
when we were getting measured for it, I was, I'm not, I don't, wasn't going to say adamant, I guess, but I, I was like, I'm, I fit a medium everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I was like, I'm, pro- <laughs> right. I'm, prob- I'm probably a medium pack. <laughs> and she's like, okay. So she throws the medium on me and she's just like, yeah, no, you're going to have to go down to a small. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm only five, I'm only five, six. So it's not like yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge person. So right. she, uh, the way she can tell is that the shoulder straps could not tighten up enough to actually meet my shoulder. There was a triangle yeah. of space back there. So to me, it felt comfortable not knowing any better. So I probably would have survived with a medium, but I'm super glad now knowing that like, as soon as I cinch those down on the shoulders, it just it feels so good. Just so just don't, don't be ashamed of being a small. Yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, so, so that's, that's really all I got. Did you have anything else you want to... Nope. Uh, hit us on our socials uh, at Sean uh, Mike Hike or our uh, Gmail at Sean Mike or Sean Mike Hike at gmail.com. Um, we're, we're always looking forward to hearing from anybody. Uh, if we've made mistakes, you've got uh, different opinions or have uh, more input than, uh, than what we thought of. Um, we're, we're happy to, to hear it and, uh, and learn. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, uh, I will just continue with the other plug that I've been doing for the last couple of episodes yep. is that if you are liking what you're listening to, the best way to keep this podcast going is to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. That helps other people start listening. Um, Mike mentioned it briefly in passing earlier, but we are <laughs> excited to announce that Sean Mike Hike has been named one of the 80 best hiking podcasts of 2023. By number 31, so, maybe. Number 31 on that <laughs> list. Better than halfway. We're going to take yep. that as a win. So thank you, Feedstock. <laughs> we don't know how they rated it or any of that. <laughs> we don't know any of that, but hey, we're in the top I am half. taking it as a win, friend, so <laughs> screw it. <laughs> yep. 12 episodes in, and we are we are somebody's. Yep, we are somebody's, <laughs> friend. So, yeah, um, that's all we got. I guess we'll see you guys again in a couple weeks. Until then, yep. uh, go take a hike, Mike. Yep, go take a hike. All right, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks.